0: From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle.
1: Interviews with famous people are almost never horrible. After 15-plus years at the Chronicle, I can count the epic disasters on one hand. But I would say with 80% of interviews, the subjects keep a polite distance. And then there's a handful of celebrities I've interviewed that are genuinely benevolent, like their kindness reaches a level that would be too exhausting to fake. And then you realize, oh, they're just that nice all the time. My list is Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Jennifer Garner, Martin Sheen, and now Henry Winkler. I met the former star of Happy Days at a hotel in San Francisco. Here's Winkler upon discovering that I wrote, DON'T CALL HIM THE Fonz" in all caps on my interview notes. You can call me the Fonz. It's okay. I'm just worried I'm going to do it accidentally. It's
0: okay, and you know, let it slip. Yeah, let it slip. It's okay. Let it go, Fonz.
1: Hello. yeah!
0: I could. I, I'll be coming to Fonz with you. I'll just talk <laughs> to you like this. You know, I'm telling you. Listen, you should get a dog. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
1: This felt even more surreal because his latest role is anything but a nice guy. Winkler co-stars in the new HBO show Barry as Gene Cousineau, an acting teacher who berates his students, but will take on anyone as long as they pay in advance. We talked about Barry, but it never got too dark. Winkler also looked back at the happy day's years, tried to convince me to get a dog for my kids, and talked about a charity softball game he played in 1977 at Candlestick Park against locals including Diane Feinstein, I'm Peter Hartlob, and this is The Big Event. Well, welcome welcome to San Francisco, Thank Henry you. Winkler. Thank you. I, uh, we, we
0: are in a hotel right now. Okay. Uh, we are down by the water. Uh-huh. I stayed in this hotel several years ago. Uh, on New Year's Eve with um, uh, our best friends, Frank and Lynn.
1: Well, I you've been here before, I know. Many, many times. I, I want to get to Barry, but I dig yeah. around in our archives. Yes. And I found the most wonderful thing that I have to ask you about Go right ahead. away. Go ahead. Headline is Fawns and Friends at Candlestick. Yes. Led by pitcher Henry Winkler. Yes. Happy Days is undefeated in its last six outings, and you're going to come and play a softball game 1977 candlestick absolutely against Diane Feinstein yes and a group of
0: absolutely
1: is there a story Did beat
0: you, her into the ground no <laughs> um, uh, I have great respect for her as a matter of fact uh, the uh, the the California women uh-huh. uh, the the governmental um, posse uh-huh. female posse I think are incredible yeah I really do but be that as it may uh, I am I'm dyslexic uh huh. You know. And I have no good eye-hand coordination, so I never really played sports. Uh, I, but I was good at uh, archery, and I was good at uh, riflery. Uh-huh. I actually have a uh, certificate from summer camp in riflery. And when we were doing Happy Days, they taught me to pitch. And then they, uh, Ron Howard bought me a mitt, and Anson Williams uh, bought me a bat. And I then started playing softball for Gary Marshall's team. We traveled all over the country, uh, Germany and uh, Japan. And one of the stops uh, was the fabulous Giants.
1: Candlestick Park, was this just for fun or to promote the show?
0: You know what, I think it was everything. But um, really, Gary Marshall, bless his soul, uh, always wanted to be the owner of a team. And so he created one. Mm-hmm. And we literally became a, a force to be dealt with on that softball field.
1: Five in a row coming into Candlestick. Do you remember? We
0: when? were at uh, in Philadelphia. We okay. played against the Mets' wives. Uh, we played with the American troops in Germany, uh, the Marines in uh, Okinawa. Uh-huh. Uh, we played... Um, the the uh, the Mariners Stadium, we played uh, Milwaukee, of course. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I gotta say you've lived. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if it's a charmed life. Yes, but you that have is the got, word.
0: That is the word that would come to my my mind. I, I'm
1: watching your new show, Barry, um, which is fantastic. Thank you. Um, I
0: now let me just say. Mm-hmm. That uh, uh, because I'm also a producer, not of the show, but in my heart. Yeah. So Barry is on HBO, 10:30 uh, Sunday nights. Uh huh. HBO Sunday nights 10:30. It's called Barry. It's called Barry. Now, so because <laughs> uh, you know what i you know what I really learned over What's the that? years uh, as a producer and as a as an actor, uh-huh. if you don't repeat the name and the place and the station at least three times, people say. He's on a show <laughs> I I just don't remember. Yeah. So that's why I say Barry a lot. At 10.30. When I'm talking about my children, uh-huh. I say Barry.
1: <laughs> well, it's I, I sh, it's a funny show. Thank it's you. A, a dramatic show. Yes. It's uh, got some gore in it. It's yes. got a lot of complexity.
0: And isn't it written well?
1: It's written so well. And you have, I think... All these great parts. You play an acting coach. I do. Who is um, very aggressive in his approach.
0: Well, you know what? You know, I, I really care about my students' ability to pay in cash <laughs> and on time. <laughs> yes. You know? And I have had, uh, I went to Emerson College in Boston. Uh, I went to the Yale Drama School. So I had about 16 teachers, mm-hmm. uh, all told. And I took a conglomeration of all those teachers, teachers I have heard about from other friends, other acting friends, research, uh, and I put them all together. And then Bill Hader and Alec Berg have written so precisely, so incredibly well that uh, I am privileged to be part of this
1: ensemble. Did you did you audition for it, or I did. did they come to you? No, no, no.
0: I auditioned. Yeah. You know, here is the truth: Th- the executives at a studio or at a network, uh, the producers um, at this moment in time, are uh, young, mm-hmm. as they should be, but they don't know. Um, uh, more mature actors, they know them by name, they know their work, but they don't know, will you walk in the room without a walker? (laughs) Will you walk in and uh, can you speak (laughs) and walk at the same time? And you have to show them that you can. And a lot of actors say, you know, uh, they know my work. They can see my work on tape. But I say, if that is what makes them comfortable, if that's how I'm going to get the job, I'm going to be there, the first one in those metal chairs, against the wall, waiting in the waiting room.
1: You know, have you always been that way? Because there was a point where you were one of the most recognizable human beings on the planet. Yeah. Um, was this a journey for you, or did you always feel that I'll tell that you way? what
0: the journey was. I was 27 when I got the funds. I got them on my birthday. And I knew who I wanted to be as an actor, but who I wasn't yet. Uh, I am now 72, and I flipped the numbers, and I am now becoming the actor I thought about at 27. And that is the truth. So it has always been a journey. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Take me to that audition. Uh, Did you think you got it? How did it go? Okay.
0: I'm sitting outside, I'm waiting. I'm wearing what I think uh, this teacher would wear. Um, It's actually another version of what I'm wearing at this moment, which is a shirt, a tie, opened at the neck, uh, and a jacket that is like a safari jacket. Mm Do You know, it just seemed drama teacher to me. Bill walks in, he walks up to the door of, the, of Sherry Thomas's office. She is the casting person. and he says, "Oh, oh I, I'll be with you in a minute, you know And he's got papers, he's got a script, he's got a coffee, he's got his phone. I said, "Bill, take your time. Relax. I want you to be." It's like, I say the same thing to pilots. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Did you nap well? Are you in a good <laughs> mood?") <laughs> I went in, I read with Sherry, I included her in uh, the audition because I was, uh, I have to talk to a, uh, a, a, an actress, um, you know, confidentially, and out of the corner of my eye, I'm seeing I've made Bill Hader, who I have watched now on SNL for eight years, laugh. I'm thinking, this is good. <laughs> The audition is over, we shake hands, I go home. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks go by. I'm thinking my name has slid off the list. This is an awfully long time. Who are they reading? Everybody in the universe. Oh my gosh, I get a call. Bill says, I've written two more scenes. You wanna come in and play? It's not really an audition. And in my head I'm thinking, no. I don't wanna come in and play. What happens if I screw it up? What happens if I'm not as good as I was the first time? I go in. This time, Alec Berg. Oh, Alec Berg. Oh, he is tough. He is a tough nut to crack. Oh, you know, you hear the reputation. Oh, he doesn't give anything away. You you are not gonna get a laugh out of him. I do the audition and out of the corner of my eye, I see I've made him smile. I'm thinking, this is good. We shake hands. I leave. I, there's a, a, a young lady pacing in the hallway going in to read for the, the main actress, uh, Sarah. Sally. The, actually, the person who got it is Sarah. I would turn the corner. I'm going down the stairs to go to my car, and there's a young actress sitting there, and I instantly have this feeling Oh my God, I just, i she hasn't opened her mouth. This, this woman is great. I say, good luck, break a leg. She says, thank you. I say, I'm Henry. She says, I'm Sarah. I leave. And here we are in San Francisco.
1: <laughs> well, it, it worked out great for you. It's a wonderful series. Yeah. Um, did you, as you were filming it, did you, know what it was going to be? I mean, is there a? element? You never or, know. You yeah.
0: cannot know. Here's what I know. The ensemble was great. Bill and Alec co-produced, co-wrote all eight episodes, directed, each one directed two episodes, and Bill starred. And there was not a ripple of drama mm-hmm. except for the drama on the page. Yeah. And so I knew we were having a wonderful time making this show. Sometimes it's a lot of work, and sometimes it's like you're speeding across a lake that has not a ripple on it. I, it, I'm, I, there, I, I don't even know how to put in the words. I am just thrilled and blessed and grateful that I am able to talk about Barry on HBO at ten thirty on Sunday night because I'm in it.
1: I'll tell you, I was driving back yesterday from Disneyland with my kids, yes. and I told, came up, I'm interviewing. You drove
0: from San Francisco? No, Anaheim, down and to I took
1: one hundred and one. I took the all the way up. Out, yeah, all the way up. Wow. Mention that. Uh, I'm interviewing Henry Winkler, yes. and my 13 year old son goes, "Oh, from Arrested Development." See now, which how, blew my mind. Does he have great taste, or what? He has great taste, but what's his name? Theo. Theo. Theo.
0: Let me just tell you <laughs> that the uh, the new series will be on
1: Midsummer. Excellent. Yeah. Did you think when Happy Days came to an end that you were going to, you know, what, what was your biggest dream in terms of 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 where your career might go?
0: Okay, so. I have wanted to be an actor since I was seven, mm. honest to God. Just, I've said it now for 40 years. I, I just, that is, I, there was no plan B. I didn't have a backup. If I didn't do this, I don't know what I would have done. May, I would have worked with children probably in some way, but I had no plan. I now am doing happy days 10 years. I am having the time of my life. It's over. I have an office at Paramount, and I then had psychic pain like you cannot believe, because I had a dream. I just lived it beyond my wildest dream, and I did not know what I was gonna do next. And I was smart enough to remember the concept, if you don't know what to do, don't do anything. And then it was really hard to get a job as an actor. Wow, we love Henry. Oh, you know, he is so talented. (laughs) But, you know, he was the font. So I did not work as an actor for eight years. That's when I started to produce MacGyver and Sightings and stuff like that. But that was a, um, that just came out of necessity, Mm -hmm. you know, because I had three children and, uh, a house and a couple of dogs. Yeah. And those dogs are demanding. <laughs> Saturday, this Saturday, uh-huh. I will be in Chantilly, Virginia. Okay. Picking up a brand new puppy. Really? I cannot wait. That's a Her name is show. Sadie. Yeah. Yes. And she is a Labradoodle.
1: Hi, Sadie, if you're listening. <laughs> Virginia. 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 Yeah. Labradoodles—they have them in California. They don't. I've seen them. No, uh, no, they
0: have them in California. They, they don't breed them. Oh, okay. In California, right. they breed them in uh, in Virginia, and you can't you can't sh- send her on a plane anymore. You've got to pick her up. Yeah, yeah. So Sadie, we're coming.
1: <laughs> how many? How big is your pack now?
0: Uh, we ha- well, all of my children leave their dogs with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my wife, uh, Stacy, when they either go traveling or whatever. So we have a rescue Labrador. Uh His name is Linus. He promptly grew into a Great Dane. We have a three-legged German shepherd, our son Max, his dog, because he's a director. So whenever he goes on location, he leaves his dog with us. Uh, we have an, uh, an English bulldog with bad breath. That is our oldest son's dog. And when they go uh, away with their girls, uh, they leave the dog with us. Uh-huh. And my daughter has a still a, uh, a baby uh, golden doodle. So I could have five dogs <laughs> at one time. The feeding schedule is is a bitch.
1: Well, I'll tell you, my uh, kids are trying to get me to get one, and I'm the holdout. You so,
0: are. You know, I just want to say, uh-huh. why? Why are you the holdout? Because I
1: think I'm going to do a lot of the work, and I didn't grow up with a dog, oh. so I'm, a, I'm not a— Okay, I, I got me, it. I you got know? it. It's like I having got a kid. It. I don't know I what I'm it. getting into. Now, Lowell, let me ask you a so question. So help me, Henry Winkler. Had... What am I getting into? No, but you've
0: had now you've had children. <laughs> yeah. So it's different than what you thought. Right, you're not going to give them back. Yeah, you love them.
1: I do. They're great. They're great. I love them.
0: You have great conversations with them. Uh huh. A dog will enrich your life, and here's the only advice I will give you: you train that dog when they when uh, with a trainer or, but every day from the beginning, and if you do that, that dog will. Be a companion the likes of which you cannot believe.
1: Uh, Henry Winkler is telling me to get a dog. I'm just I've telling you. Get I'm just telling you.
0: And a <laughs> labradoodle or a golden doodle. See the labr- the 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 uh, the, the poodle. Uh-huh. I think is one of the smartest dogs on the planet. Okay, and the either the Labrador or the Golden are just so loving and lovable, you cannot believe it.
1: What's going on? Mike's messing with my mic. Now <laughs> I have to yell <laughs> across the room. <laughs> Michael's Why the photographer. That's right. right. got to get the shot. We'll get a good shot. Yeah, right. um, I have written down here, and now I can tell you this because you're so nice, yeah. that it, it's like the Trump memo. I have. don't call him the Fonz in you all times.
0: You can call me the Fonz. It's okay.
1: I'm just worried I'm going to do it accidentally. It's okay. And you know, let it slip. Yeah. Let it slip. It's okay.
0: Let it go. Fonz. Hello. Yeah, I could. I'll I'll be coming to finds with you. I'll just talk to you like this, you know. I'm telling you, listen, you should get a dog. (laughs) That's what I'm saying.
1: Well, I have a few. uh, I have a few lightning round questions. Go ahead, and I'm ready. You can answer them as any character you want in your your history. Um, uh, First of all, yes. Fawn's jacket is in the Smithsonian. Yes, it is. Did you keep any memorabilia yourself, I though? I do.
0: Okay, so there was um, a shelf, a pine wood shelf, right outside the swinging doors of Arnold's. Uh huh. And we would put our bottles of water or our coffee cups when we were rehearsing and you heard your cue, you walked in, you put your cup down, you went and you did the scene. Right? Uh huh. Okay. I would write on that piece of wood. For at least um, nine years. I had a baby girl. Uh, she has a redhead. Ron Howard had a baby girl. She is a redhead. Um, uh, today is the first day of the sixth season. And I wrote just little notes um, uh, over the years uh, on that piece of wood. I took that piece of wood. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I have a leather jacket. I do. And, of course, I have um, a lunchbox and the glasses from Burger King, you know,
1: and all that stuff. Nice. Yeah. I brought your file here from the yes. Chronicle, the Henry Winkler file. And the thing that jumped out at me the most, this is for when you were here in 1993. Yes. Um, the thing that jumped out at me at the most was so many pictures of your wife. Stacy. Yes. Yeah, she's pretty. And... I heard a... Um, this was the day we got married. Yeah, there still, it is. I still have the tie. I have a question about and that the day. Wife. <laughs> <So> <laughs> and the wife. So, still have the And the wife. I heard the New York Post yes. ye- yelled, actually stopped the presses... To Stop to Bad, I, n- I never heard that story. You've never heard that. Never. So you can't I'm going to have to I cannot find a New York post that. editor Okay, no, I don't I don't know you stop heard. the presses because you were getting married nope. and they needed never to heard get that. it in no. never heard it. No, okay MacGyver you
0: produced MacGyver. I did I sold it to ABC. I had um, part of my uh, Happy Days compensation was a production deal. hmm I don't think they do that much anymore But I had a commitment, if I could come up with a show, and they liked it, they would buy it and put it on the air. And the show we sold was MacGyver. And now, uh, two days ago, I was at Paramount uh, editing the new
1: MacGyver. New MacGyver. Yeah. It's been on for two years now. So I got to ask you, did you ever, any of the scientific, cool, Rube Goldberg stuff he did? No. No. Did you ever replicate it? No. Have cause to use it in Here's your real life. Here's my favorite
0: thing. Uh, in the original, um, in the original series, uh, some bad guy shot out his radiator in his uh, car, mm-hmm. and he dropped raw eggs in the radiator. They hard boiled and closed up the holes.
1: Wow, I missed that episode.
0: That? Come on, that's great.
1: <laughs> that's great. Um. Softball pitching tips yes you ever get hurt?
0: Uh, well I did and I'll tell you why because I couldn't catch uh, if the ball was was hit at me from you know the batter uh-huh. I would turn my body to the right and I was I stopped the ball with my left side so for seven years I was black and blue <sighs> up and down my left side
1: Well that sounds uh, that sounds painful if a pop pop-up, you know, uh,
0: was hit in my vicinity. I left the mound, and the second baseman, Freddie Fox, who was one of our um, writers—oh, that reminds me. I have to call Freddie. Uh But uh, Freddie Fox uh, came in and caught the ball.
1: Best softball player on the Happy Days cast. Ron
0: Howard, great. Gary Marshall, great. Donnie Most, great. Uh, I was a really good pitcher.
1: I got one more. Ron
0: Howard was just, he's just a, an all around good athlete. I
1: didn't, I don't see, I mean, you, I, know you don't see it, do you? It's he because of the basketball he lo- episode. He, he the loves free throw. basketball. Yeah.
0: He loves it. He, you know, I don't know if he plays much anymore, but uh, he was a really good athlete.
1: Candlestick Park. Do Candlestick you remember what Park. you did after? What do you do in San Francisco? I don't even know if you come up here that often. We,
0: you know what I do? I, I'll tell you what I do. Uh, across the street at the, um, Uh, you know, at the wharf, um, at the ferry building. If you stand in front of the ferry building, to the right, there at the beginning of the ferry building, there are fish restaurants. And you can get a fish sandwich Uh that I dream about.
1: I hope you're not thinking of Sinbad's because they raised it. I don't want to give you bad news, Henry Wait, What do you mean they raised it? They, 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 they demolished it, down? it? Yeah. Is it, was that the first restaurant? It's just one of them, though. There's like four of them, and then you got the ferry building.
0: I don't know the name, actually. I yeah. didn't know the name, but I was very impressed by the sandwich.
1: All right.
0: I, one of the best restaurants in America is in Cincinnati. Tell me that. I, it, it's called Boca. Boca. The sous chef used to be. Uh, Or the the chef-chef, the owner, used to be the sous-chef for a place called the Maisonette in Cincinnati. When I first left drama school, I worked at the Playhouse in the Park, one of my first jobs out of drama school. Mm -hmm. Um, And I ate at the Maisonette, and it had a Michelin star. And that sous-chef opened his own restaurant in Cincinnati called Boca, which is just off the chart. Well, let's... Winnipeg. I can, you know, if you ever go to Winnipeg.
1: <laughs> let's sum up. Boca and okay. Cincinnati. Yes. Get a dog. Peter, Henry Winkler says, get um, a dog for your kids.
0: You know what, Peter? I think <laughs> that if you train the dog, if you really do, if you and you work five minutes a day with the dog, that's all. Uh-huh. It's not like a tremendous... Uh, that dog will love you. You will love that dog back. That dog will bring you joy.
1: I guess I got to get a dog. I'm just telling you. Um, Candlestick Park. Barry on HBO. Barry on HBO. We were going to finish with that. Oh, okay, fine. Candlestick Park. Yes. Uh, Went six and zero. Beat Diane Feinstein. Yes. Well. We think. Yeah. And uh, Barry on HBO. You know, I don't think
0: you can beat Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein. I mean, that is that.
1: She's quite a force (laughs) of nature. She's excellent. She came in last week. Yeah. So. If you see her again, I'd like her autograph. All right. Okay. Well, thank you, sir, for coming on the big event, and thank I, you for coming to San Francisco. I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I had a great conversation too. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, did I? Thank you. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to my guest, Henry Winkler. Executive producer is Fernando Diaz, and our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community. Read our columns and subscribe to The Chronicle at www.sfchronicle.com. San Francisco Chronicle podcasts are on iTunes and other streaming services. Listen at www.com podcasts with an S.